Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Uh, we have uh, about 59 prayer requests tonight, plus whatever comes in. We're going to highlight some of them towards the end, but you can see the rest of them below on the screen, so we certainly ask that you pray for all of them. Hope you guys all had a great resurrection weekend, holiday weekend, Easter weekend, Good Friday, and all that. If you've missed our messages, I certainly commend them to you. Uh, you can watch them again on our Facebook channel. Also, we're on iTunes. Kristen's going to pray for all of you guys in a moment, but before we get to that, I just want to talk to you about you have not because you ask not, all right? The other day, you might remember we had an episode where some woman had written us a prayer request where she was asking for us uh, to find that she was asking that we pray that she find a husband. And I said, well, we're not just going to pray that you find a husband. We're going to pray that you find a godly one. And we're also going to pray that you find a very handsome one because why the heck not? I mean, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. And I asked for God to send me a beautiful woman. And as you can see, it certainly worked for me. In fact, the Bible says repeatedly that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the the desires of your heart. Okay, and all that's true. But just remember, I have also cautioned you that receiving the desires of your heart is contingent upon us conforming our heart to God's heart. And that's why a few episodes ago, I did my brief message on the importance of letting the Holy Spirit guide your prayers so that you're not praying for something that is opposed to God's will. Now, the verse, you have not because you ask not, which is in the book of James, gets misinterpreted a lot because as with a lot of verses in the Bible, people just read the part they like and don't read the rest. And what it actually says is that you have not because you ask not. And when you do ask, you're asking to fulfill your own lusts. In other words, you're not asking for it because God has placed it on your heart to ask for it. You're not asking for money because you want to start an orphanage or because you want to feed the poor. You're not doing it because you want to be a blessing to others in your community or anything like that. You're just doing it because you want to satisfy yourself. See, this is where prosperity doctrine starts to become perverted. Yes, prosperity is biblical. God wants to prosper you. But you see, a lot of these preachers destroy prosperity doctrine by confusing it with gluttony. I'm talking about these guys who go out and they beg for money so they can have a bigger mansion or a nicer luxury car or whatever. And I've seen pastors get on stage and tell people that if you just donate $300, you can come on stage and they'll pray for you too. Let me tell you something right now. Jordan and Kristen will never ask you for money to pray for you. You understand? Jesus never asked you for money to pray for you. In fact, it reminds me of the verse in the Bible that says, my house was called a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. That's thievery because God is the one that answers prayers. God is the one who gives miracles. Some preacher doesn't have the right to sell God's miracles, okay? And so when I see these people that are hitting up their parishioners so they can buy another jet for $60 million, that's not prosperity. It's gluttony. And worse, it's thievery. That's just satisfying the lust of the flesh. And these people are going to have to answer for that someday. But it's just as wrong to go to the other extreme and take the position that the Christian life is one of privation and one of failure and one of poverty. Poverty is a curse. The Bible is very clear on this. And Jesus was made a curse so that we could be made a blessing. 
You're going to have hard times, absolutely. But the constant theme in the Bible is God wants you to overcome those hard times. He wants you to succeed, that you were put on the earth for a purpose, and it's for you to be prosperous in all things, even as your soul prospers. That's not taking one verse out of context. That is repeated time and again in the Bible. Whether you want to go to the very first chapter of the book of Psalms, where it says a righteous person will prosper in everything they do. Or you can go to 2 Corinthians, where Paul points out that Jesus was made poor so that we could be made rich. And he doesn't mean rich like everyone's driving around in a Rolls Royce, but that Jesus broke the curse of poverty on the cross. And that means having an abundance so you can have all of your needs met, yes, and can meet the needs of other people. God will provide for our needs, absolutely. But what does Jesus say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. So the idea is to get outside of yourself, to seek God and its righteousness. And I will tell you this that you are never closer to God and his righteousness than when you're helping other people. As Jesus said, whatsoever you do unto the least of these, so have you done unto me. So absolutely, not only should you ask God for talent, not only should you ask God to bless you financially, not only should you ask God to bless you in all things, God wants you to ask him so that you can do his good works here on earth. That's the entire point. We are here so that God can work through us. So ask God to bless you so that you can bless him by being a blessing to others. And by the way, yes, as long as you're at it, if you're asking for a wife or a husband, yeah, you might as well ask that God gives you a good looking one like I did. But more than that, I prayed first and foremost that she would love the Lord above all else. And I truly believe that's why God honored my prayers. So that's my message for you tonight. You have not because you ask not. All right, Kristen, my love. Well, you're not the only one who asked for a good looking Good. Exceedingly above all the ask or imagine. It's the kind of God we serve in all things. And specific prayers are very, very important. So tonight I want to pray a special prayer. Uh, what's on my heart is um, victory and truth and how they go hand in hand. So uh, we'll just let, invite the Holy Spirit in to, to speak to us in amazing ways. Um, God, I'm just thinking about the famous psalm that uh, all of us or many of us, I should say, know when it says, the Lord is my shepherd. And at the end, when you say, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. God, we know, we know that, you know, we're going to have times and, and trials and, and things in our life, life, but we focus so many times on accepting and expecting defeat when we should be focused on the victory and rising from the ashes in your victory. God, your word is truth. Just like silver, the Bible says, is purified seven times. Your word is purity and truth, God. Everything you say, you are faithful to deliver on your promises. And not only that is, but victorious victorious are you, Lord. We have the victory in you. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And everyone born of God has overcome in victory. Wow. What a powerful thought. So often we focus on the problem. We focus on, and it's so easy to do, 
it's so easy to focus on the sickness. It's so easy to focus on the trial, the, the what's here and now. And we just accept it as the rhythm of our life. But God, you want us to focus on you. You have called us to praise you. Lord, praise you in the storm. Praise you in the good times and the bad times, Lord. The canyons will echo your voice, God, as we tell you how in love with you we are, God. God, help us to focus on you because our victory is found in you. We are in you and we have victory. And that is the truth that sets us free. You are the truth, God. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths. God, I pray for my brothers and sisters tonight who have some, some struggles that are going on. And Lord, we acknowledge that these are real struggles. These are real things that, is, that are miracle territory worthy, God. There's things going on that we cry out to you, God, we need you. We need you to answer. We need you to come through. And God, you care about everything. So for my sister who's, who's lost someone dear to her or who's suffering with a sickness or my brother who wants a new career or, or whatever it is, whatever the varying degree is, Lord, you care about all things. You care about the little things, the big things. You care about every detail of our lives and you want for us to have victory in every single detail and you will never leave our side. You will never leave us or forsake us, God. And even though sometimes we don't understand it and we can't see, you make a way where there is no way. And in all things, you give the victory, Lord. In all things, you answer prayers, Lord. And even in the moment when the prayer is not answered the way we thought it would be, God, we know that ultimately you have answered our prayer according to the best that you have for us. And God, that's, that's hard to understand in our finite minds sometimes especially when we question things, especially when things linger on, especially when we see suffering and we see things, God, but all we, we, the enemy wants us to just focus on it, to just keep focusing on the problem, to just be like the Israelites and go round and round and round and just circle, circle instead of entering in the promised land, help us to enter the victory that you have for us, Lord. Lord, if there's something we need to do, we'll do it. But God, I just feel that we need to just pray you, that we need to just lift you high, that we need to just, the, the enemy would like nothing more for us to stop, for us to stop. My brother, my sister, the enemy wants you to stop praying. The enemy wants you to stop believing. The enemy wants you, he sees how close you are to your breakthrough. He sees how close you are to your miracle, to, to God coming through. God is answering on your behalf. God is interceding for you. God cares. If you feel, you may feel like he doesn't care, but let me tell you, he does care. And he sent me to tell you right now that he cares so much that some person you, you don't even personally know, maybe on the, other half, on the other side of the world to you, is telling you that God cares for you and cares for that situation, is prophesying over your future and saying, there is a future and a hope for you. That sickness it is not your death sentence. It is not, my sister. Don't give up. And my brother, don't give up. Don't give up on, on your family. Don't give up. 
God is in the business of restoring. He's restoring back to you. And my sister, God loves you. God has always loved you. You're so special to him that he is wooing you to himself, that he has special things that he wants to whisper in your ear. You are so treasured. You are so treasured. And my brother, God just, God just looks down on you and he's so proud of you. He sees what you do. He sees what you do for him. It may, go overlooked, it may be overlooked by others, but it, you are handpicked by the Lord and he sees what you're doing. So don't give up. God wants you all to know tonight. God, God wants to tell us, don't give up. Just keep praising. Just keep praying. The enemy, let's, the enemy is going to be shaking in his boots. We're going we're gonna to praise our way through. We're going to praise as the doors start to open on our destinies, as the doors start to open, as the healings start to take place. As the moment and the purposes come together and as we fully recognize Jesus because it's all for him and all about him anyway. God, we give you the honor, glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So like I said, guys, we have a lot of people we want to pray for tonight. We ask that you join us in praying for everybody you see at the bottom of the screen. We're going to just pick about 10 or 11 of these out to pray for orally. But of course, they're all very important. And God knows all these people who have prayed. So we ask that you just join us in agreement here. Let's start with Lanny, who says, please pray for me. I've been sick for almost three years. I lost my husband two years back. I have a 12-year-old son, Patero, who is literally looking after me. I have a problem walking and also my hands, something wrong with her hands, which makes it difficult to use them. And she has difficulty writing or opening a bottle. My legs get swollen a lot every time I walk. And she walks very slowly. Would appreciate if you can pray for me and for my son. Well, Father God, it looks like Lonnie's uh, got a lot going on there. So in Jesus' name, we pray for just full restoration for her. We pray for full healing for her. We pray for restoration for her hands and for her legs. We pray also, though, for her broken heart. She lost her husband two years ago. Yes, Lord. God, we pray that you heal her broken heart. Just rebuke any kind of feelings of loneliness she has. Please give her a good support network around her. Just get rid of the sickness she's had for three years. God, you are a doctor. And your word says, surely Jesus bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. So God, we claim complete victory over that situation. Yes, God. Orlando Garcia is writing to us now, says he hasn't prayed for a few months. It's so hard to try to do it now. He's in Guatemala. Well, let me tell you, uh, Orlando, when things are hard, that's when you really have to pray. Um, you really should pray without ceasing, but especially when it's difficult. That's the enemy trying to get in your way. You need to push through that wall. Remember, the gates of hell will not prevail against you. So in Jesus' name, Orlando, we pray that you are just filled with the Holy Spirit and that you just overflow and that you return to your faith and that you, you pray and you pray with fervency and that God honors your prayers and answers them. Yes. Teresa, uh, Teresia prays uh, for her husband, first and foremost, to worship God with all his heart. Number two, she wants to have a baby and she wants a nice house for her husband and baby so that they can live and worship God uh, with her family. Well, Father God, these are honorable prayers. And so we pray that Ter- Teresia's prayers are heard, and that they are answered, that her husband worships God with all of his heart 
that you honor them uh, with a child, that the child grows up and honors you, and you bless them with the house. And God, your word says that the spirit of the Lord bringeth wealth, and he adds no trouble to it. And so not only am I believing for a house and a baby, but also for the money to pay for those things so they don't ever have to worry about property taxes or mortgage mortgage payments or, or anything like that. Let's see. Tunisa says, pray for me all my life. I've not had any kind of love. I want to be loved wholeheartedly. He also prays for his health and he also prays because people are using him for the kindness of his heart. Well, Tunisa, God loves you, first of all. God loves you so much that if you were the only person who needed saving, he still would have sent Jesus to die on the cross for you and he still would have done it. So that's number one. But God, you know, your word says it's not good that anyone should be alone. And so we pray that this person is loved wholeheartedly and also is known for being a loving person already, but but loves more people. We pray this person is not taken advantage of and we pray for full restoration of, of Tunisia's health in Jesus' name. Yes. Joe says he was injured 21 years ago in a car accident, and that's 21 years without a job because of the injury. Wants to start his residential and agricultural lease, I guess, business. So he's asking for our help and asking for the Lord for a miracle in this business. Well, Joe, uh, good news. Our God is in the miracle business. Mm -hmm. And so in Jesus' name, we pray, first of all, for healing from this injury. But secondly, for prosperity in this residential and agricultural lease business, you know, people would say now is probably the wrong time to start any kind of business, especially one based on credit. But we also know that we don't have to participate in the world's economy, that God is our economy. He gives us rivers in the desert. That's a good sermon I should preach one of these days. And we pray for full prosperity for your business in Jesus name. Amen. Andrew says, please pray for me. Was fired from my job without any good reason. There were false accusations. I desperately need help. I believe in Jesus to see a great outcome and restore my position. I'm from Australia and working for indigenous people in Laja Manu community, Northern Territory of Australia. Well, Andrew, I'm going to pray that God heals these wounds. But I don't know that God is necessarily going to restore you to this job. It's very possible that he closed this door to open up an even better one for you. So what I'm going to pray for you tonight, Andrew, is that God restores you to a job, one that you're going to be appreciated in, one you're going to prosper in. You're going to go to the top of your field. You're going to be known as an expert in your field. Other people who are even your superiors in that job are going to come looking to you for help. And you're going to rise meteorically through that job and maybe even pass that into a better one, that you're going to prosper and that. Our, you know, the Bible says, as far as these people making false accusations, that no weapon formed against you will prosper right. and you will refute every false tongue. That's the second half of the verse that gets forgotten. And you will refute every false tongue. So in Jesus name, we pray that God refutes every false tongue and restores Andrew's reputation. Yes. Connie prays for jobs, her family and friends, that she has money problems and she'd like to pray for all the sick people and other people going through the same thing. And for God to start setting the sex slaves free Amen. and also to pray for Trump to get wisdom, to deal with this mess. God bless you all. And thank you. Well, you know, I like prayers like this because these are big ambitious prayers and there's certainly yes. nothing wrong with praying for your needs and those of your friends and family. That's great. But I love people who just pray to like end sickness, to end poverty, to end mm. the, to end sex trafficking. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. God, 
you, your word says who the sun sets free is free indeed. And so we pray for freedom for all the people involved in sex trafficking and also all the actual other kinds of slaves. There are more slaves alive today than in all of human history. And so we pray for freedom for those people. We just pray for, for everybody to be free from sin and the bondage of sin in Jesus' name. And we pray specifically for Connie, for her friends and family, that they don't have any money problems. And because she asks us, and we, and we pray for political leaders of all persuasions here. We pray for President Trump to have wisdom. We pray for all of his advisors to have wisdom. We pray for all the Republican governors and all the Democrat governors to have wisdom. And to help us get through this storm in Jesus' name. Yes. David asked us to pray that he has a good life. And Ludia from Pakistan says she's facing a financial crisis and she wants us to pray for a loan to be forgiven. So God, in Jesus' name, we pray for David. It's a simple prayer that he has a good life. We pray that that his life is one that he that you and he walk next to each other very closely. I'm reminded of that verse in Micah, seek justice, love, love mercy, and always walk humbly beside your God. So that's your verse for today, David. Ludia for Pakistan, in Jesus' name, we pray that she's able to pay this loan back. We, we pray that she has financial blessings. And we pray that she goes from being a borrower to a lender, in Jesus' name. Villamy says, I recently resigned during this difficult time and I've been through so much. I'm now worried about my home loan and recently I have no job. My family's heavily depending on me. I would like if you can pray for me so I can go to work again to meet my family's need and my bank loan. Well, that's similar to the previous prayer. So Villamy, I pray that you get a better job than the one you just had. I pray that you're treated fairly there, that, you, that you're paid well, that you rise to the organization quickly, that the organization gets to the point where they depend on you so heavily they can't even function without you, that you're a leader there and in the community. And that not only will you repay this bank loan, but you're never going to need a bank loan again. And in fact, you're going to people are going to come to you when they need money. Yeah. All right. Two more. Ivan says, please pray for Pakistan and his Christian ministry. That's right. We got actually I think Ivan invited us to come to Pakistan uh, to, as part of his television Christian ministry. We can do that remotely if you like. But I think flying to Pakistan right now is a little bit out of the question. But in any event, Ivan, we certainly pray for Pakistan, the good work you and all the other Christian uh, missionaries are doing over there and all the other Christian churches. So God bless you and may God uh, prosper that effort greatly. All right. And now I saved Arian for last. The reason I saved Arian for last is Arian has 10 requests by himself. That's okay. God likes an ambitious prayer. So here it is. Number one, I'm a 30 year old man. I still don't have my own house. Number two, and I'm single. Number three, pray for my financial situation. Number four, pray for good health for my family. Five, please pray for me so I can deeply understand the word of God. Six, I want to draw myself more closely to God. Seven, I want to have God's emotions and understanding for his people. Eight, I want to be able to keep myself faithful to God and to my leader who's a mentor in Memphis, Tennessee. Nine, he prays for spiritual growth. And 10, he wants to show people Jesus through his actions. Well, that's a that's a mouthful, but it's great. It's actually pretty simple. You know, the Bible says Jesus says, "My yoke is easy and my burden is light," and all of these prayer requests here come down basically to the same thing that that Arian wants a heart after God, and so we're going to pray he has a heart after God like none other, that his heart is totally conformed to the Lord's, that he totally yields to God, 
opens the space in his heart 100% for the Holy Spirit and for the Holy Spirit to just take over his life totally, his romantic life, his financial life, his, his physical health, and his spiritual life. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Kristen, um, why don't you lead us in the call to salvation, please? Absolutely. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, comment on the video or send us a message. We want to hear from you and help you in your walk. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in again. And uh, thanks for listening. Again, we ask that you please like and share the page. Also, if you wouldn't mind, if you could subscribe to our feed on iTunes, that would help out a lot, or at least leave us a review there. Again, we don't ask for money. I don't need a $60 million jet, but we do ask that you please try to share the page and share the videos, not really for our benefit. You know, my goal in life is not to be the most famous Facebook personality in Botswana or something like that, okay? My goal in life is to spread the good news of Christ as much as we can, and I can only do that with your help. So, um please do that. And the reason I mentioned Botswana is we have someone here who's saying greetings from Botswana. So I can't pronounce your name, but Kala Lago Kelly Mathay, that was directed at you. Nice to meet you. Greetings back to you. All right, guys, again, thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow night again at 730. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. joining us don't forget to follow jordan and Kristen ministries on facebook youtube and itunes and remember to tune in next week and every week on tuesdays at 8 45 on wmca the mission am 570 and fm 102.3 Amazing.